So this is the word of God from Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 through 3. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Sit at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. Amen. The theme of this morning is a kingdom heart. Can you tell your person who is sitting next to you, let us have a kingdom heart. Kingdom heart. We sang songs, your kingdom come, you'll be done. I'm alive because I'm alive because he lives. But what does our culture want us to seek after today? Our culture wants us to seek our own self pleasures and happiness at all the time. In Spanish, it's buscar la vida loca. Da. If they know Spanish, you understand. They're laughing. Busca la vida loca. Seek crazy life. Happy life. That make you happy? That's your goal. But how does our social media want us to seek after? Entertainment and fun. And how is our, uh, our work, how does our work want us to seek after? Our work wants to seek after money, money, money. More money, more happy. Más dineros, más feliz. But how does a heart want us to seek after every day? But Colossians, the author was Paul, when he wrote it to the churches in prison Rome, he was trying to encourage. There's a different philosophy at that time. False teaching. He was encouraged, warning the Christians, follow Christ, be aware of false teachings. Be aware of false philosophy. Be aware of just seeking self-pleasure. Who is Jesus Christ to you? That's the bottom. Who is Jesus Christ to you? If Jesus Christ is your Savior, if your Lord, then the, the Colossians, the book of Colossians, encourages, like verse chapter, chapter 3, verse 1, that you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart where? On the things above. Why things above? Amen. He lives on things above. Set your hearts on things above for his kingdom, that his kingdom will come, that his will will be done on earth. So Paul wrote this, and if you, uh, Colossians 2a said, See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow, deceptive, philosophy which demand 
depends on human traditions and the element spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. So today, unfortunately, a lot of Christians are following false teachings, false philosophies. They think Google is the truth or YouTube, you know? Confusing people, adding Jesus, yes, plus something. The culture is, you know, Demanding us, challenge, yeah, you can believe Jesus plus something. But like Colossians said, Jesus, only Jesus. So Colossians speak clearly about why we need to keep seeking our heart on things above. Have a kingdom heart and a kingdom purpose in all areas of our lives. So the question is, how can you guard your heart from the worldly things? What is in your heart? What is the kingdom of God in your heart? And there are three points this morning. Three letter S. Can you say after me? Surrendering. Surrendering. Very good. Seeking. Seeking. And serving. So first point is, a kingdom heart is to keep surrendering completely to God's will. Second, a kingdom heart is to keep seeking passionately God's will. Thirdly, a kingdom heart is to keep serving joyfully. No. Okay, BBS, I'm going to like this. Joyfully, so the little kids can see them. Wow! They're sowing with joy because we have Jesus in our hearts. So how can we guard our kingdom heart from the culture, from the social media, from the work environment today? So Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 says, You've been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above. First point, a kingdom heart is to keep surrendering completely God's will. Because the Colossian churches back then, there were so many syncretism mixed with the truth plus something else. How about today? It happened today as well. So a lot of Christians were adapting and eventually accepting it. So they were surrendered to the culture and the philosophy's influence. So their hearts were seeking under earthly things. When we look at the verse, chapter verse 1, chapter 3, verse 1, set your hearts, in Greek word is seteo, means keep, keep seeking. Indicates a continuous what? Action. Keep seeking on the things of all. See, in the beginning, God created good, you know, in his, everybody, human being, in his own image. But, but when enemy disobeyed, when they were rebellious, they were, he kicked them out, right? 
from the God and from his persons. Because he said, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will surely what? Certainly die. So he kicked them out for their disobedience and rebellious. That's what the word of God said, Romans 3, 23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. For the wage of sin is Who is Jesus Christ? In Romans 5 a says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners who died for us, Christ died for us. Because he was true God and true human who took all our sin on the cross. And he rose again. And we have a hope that he's going to come back for us. Therefore, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Galatians 2.20 says, one of my favorite, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by the faith in the Son of God who loved me, gave himself for me. So from, from where have we been raised with Christ? In Colossians 2, 13, it says, When you were dead in your sins, in this uncircumcision of your flesh, God made your life with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the charge of legal indebtedness which stood against us and condemns us. He has taken away, nailing on the, to the cross, and having disarmed the power and authorities. In Ephesians 2, 8, 10 says, it is for by grace, what? It's not for our, we are not saved by our own works. Through faith, it's by grace you've been saved through faith. It is not from yourself, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. In the Bible, who did not have, who did not have a kingdom heart to live God's, God's will? You can see that in Genesis, Adam and Eve. If they have a kingdom heart, they wouldn't disobey God. Who else? Saul, King Saul, who else? There's so many. Even we can see in the New Testament, the rich young men who wouldn't give up. And Judas, and more. But what was the stumping, uh, stumbling block for the chosen people of God, like Israelites, to enter the promised land? Because they were loving and worshiping others, what? Idols before God. That's what God promised to his people. Ezekiel 36, 26, 27 said, I will give you a new heart and put up what? A new spirit in you. I will remove what? I will remove, uh, remove what? I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a f heart of flesh. 
and I will put my spirit in you and move to follow my decrees and careful to keep my laws. That's why David, he wrote it when he knew he sinned against God, when he disobeyed his word. He wrote it, Psalm 51, 10, creating me a pure heart. Oh God, renew a steadfast spirit in me, creating me a pure heart. He knew every day he was battling with his heart. God, give me your kingdom heart. Let me live by your kingdom heart because you are the king of kings. And every day he has to make a decision whether to follow God or not, to worship God or not. And every day we have to make a decision, right? Every day to come to the church, not to come to church. To sleep more and not go to work. <laughs> right? Right? Every day we have decisions made. So who do you think had a kingdom heart to live? Like David, Esther, Daniel, his friends, Paul, Mary, Magdalene. Why do you think they had a kingdom heart? Because they knew who was their God, who was Jesus Christ. That makes a big difference. That's what Acts 13, 22 says. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after what? My own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. He said, God testified concerning David. That I found David, son of Jesse, a man after own God's heart, that he would do everything. And I want him to do. So a, a kingdom heart is a person after God's own heart, he or she will do everything what God tells him or her to do. Let's go, let's examine Jesus. How about Jesus? Did Jesus, Son of God, had a kingdom heart? Where we can see that? We can see Matthew 4, 17. When he starts beginning his ministry, he, his first message was what? Repent for the kingdom of heaven. Repent for the kingdom of God has come near. In John 5, 19, 20, it says, Jesus gave them this sense of true, very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father's doing because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son, shows him all he does. We as the children of God, through Jesus Christ, can do only what we see our Jesus Christ doing. Because whatever Jesus does, we also what? Do. For Jesus Christ loves us, he shows us all he does. That's what we are doing in BVS tomorrow. He shows us 
how to love our neighbor? How can we share the gospel to the little children? Also, Jesus Christ shows an example how to surrender completely to Father's will. From Matthew 26, 39 says, Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. My father, if it's possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as your will. So a kingdom heart is a person who's talked to God, who's talked to God continually, which is a prayer. So how can you surrender completely? Talk to God. Even Satan wants you to surrender to him by bowing down and worship him. And he will give the kingdom of the world and splendor. That's why Jesus said in Matthew 4, 9, all this I will give you. The Satan, is, Satan is tempting Jesus. He said, if you bow down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, what? Away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. But today's call to Satan is want us to bow down and worship him. And I've seen a lot in Mexico too. I've seen it here. How, how we bow down. We bow down what? Imagine this is my phone. <laughs> at home, eating, at work. I'm not saying the phone is bad, it's good use. But we turn into an idol. We love God. We love phone more than God. But Jesus himself, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. So are you daily surrendered to God's will? And why do you think we need to surrender completely to God's will every day? Remembering who he is, who Jesus Christ is, and what he has done for us. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone's in Christ, the new creation has come. All has gone. New is here. So through Jesus Christ, we can have a relation with God and be at his presence. So since, since then, you've been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above where Christ is. Sit at the right hand of God. Keep surrendering completely to his will. Second point is a kingdom heart. Can you repeat that? Keep seeking. Keep seeking. First one is a keep surrendering completely. Second point is keep seeking passionately. Passion, not keep seeking. How many of you guys lost your wallet? Lost. You don't know where is my wallet. Your phone. Where's my phone? And what? You keep searching. Where's my phone? You yell at. You can yell at your kid. Who took my phone? Who my? 
you show your passion about your phone, right? How about how many guys have lost your ring, wedding ring? Oof, five times. <laughs> yeah. I would look at where that. You know, I look passionate. Where's my ring? My wife's gonna. I'm in trouble. <laughs> my marriage's in trouble. But you look passionate. Where's it? I even tell my kid, whoever finds it, I will pay you twenty dollars. <laughs> so the hook. Whole crew, I have three kids, so father for me, please, for my phone. Right? We do it passionately. Things are worldly things. How about for God's kingdom? Do we seek passionately? A kingdom hearts to keep seeking passionately God's will. If you look at the, in Jesus' real life, why did he keep seeking passionately the Father's will? Why? Because his relationship with his Father and his love to his Father. The key is the identity and the relationships. Jesus clearly knew his identity with his Father and that he values his relationship with his Father. John 6, 38, 40 says, All those the Father gives me, gives me will come to me. Whoever comes to me, I will never, what? Drive away. So when you come to Jesus, he will never drive away. For I come down from heaven, not to do my will, but to do the will of him, the Father, who sent me. This is the will of Father who sent me, that I shall lose none of those who has given me but raise them up at the last day. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in Him shall have eternal life. And I will raise them up at the last day. So your new identity in Jesus reflects your relationship with Jesus. Once again, your new identity in Jesus reflects your relationship with Jesus. So you can have a genuine relationship with Jesus if you don't know your true identity in Christ. See, the world today, in Mexico and U.S., all over the world, the world attack, does not attack first our relationship with Jesus. The world attacks first our identity. Our identity. In Christ. They want to confuse us, our identity. If the world can, if Satan can confuse our identity, of course, as a result, we won't have a relationship with Jesus. Therefore, our identity in Jesus leads us to the relationship with Him that shapes us to have a kingdom heart and a kingdom purpose. That's what Jesus says to his disciples. But seek, what? First, his kingdom, his righteousness, and all these things will be to you. Seek first his kingdom. So how do you overcome those challenges in your life? Turning away from the self-ego kingdom heart to God's kingdom heart. It's Jesus Christ. 
keeping our hearts on Jesus. Keep our mind in Jesus. And keeping our eyes on Jesus. And now keeping our ears to Jesus. So a kingdom heart is to keep surrender completely to God's will. A kingdom heart is to keep seeking passionately God's will. Third point is a kingdom heart is to keep can you say serving? Serving joyfully God's will, which is the gospel for every person and the kingdom impact in every, in every area of society. So when we look at the, the history, the people of the Israelites, how did the people of God, the Israelites, who came out of the Egypt serve God joyfully? How? They didn't. They were so happy. We are free from the Egypt. They're marching. We're going to the promised land. Woo! Hey, we're woo! But what happened? Still walking. They're hungry. Give us a food. And God gave what? They were eating. Just eat, only eat what? For one day. Don't save it. Don't waste it. Just eat. Because tomorrow God will give you a gift. And what they say? We've been eating so many years. Imagine if you eat spaghetti all years around. Or tacos for me, I would love it. Yeah, tacos. They got sick of it. They're missing what? Their own life. We want to go back. So they're not serving God joyfully. They were upset. They even they said, we'd rather die. But God reminded them through Moses says, Exodus 20, 20, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. Remember that I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. It was in your own effort, your own strategy, your own power. I brought you out of Egypt. How many of you guys know where the Lord brought you out of your Egypt? If you remember, yes, God brought me out of my own Egypt. Gives a heart to serve God joyfully. So you keep serving God's will because you are so grateful to him for who he is and what he has done for you. So God's grace, God's grace is our fuel to keep serving joyfully God's will. Once again, God's grace that we don't deserve is our fuel to keep serving joyfully God's will. Even Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer in the song we sang, Matthew 6, this then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. And he said what? Your will be done. Your will be done. Your will be your kingdom come in all areas of my life. Your kingdom come in our house, school, at work, church, in our community. Your will be done in, the, in my house, in school, at work, at church, 
in this community. So when Jesus had a kingdom heart with the kingdom purpose, he was, he was radical to the society. Because people were against it who knew the God's word because they didn't have a kingdom heart. So how can you keep serving God joyfully every day? So going back, our culture today is attacking our identity in Christ. Because if you don't have, if you are confused with identity in Christ, definitely won't have a relationship with God. Especially young people, the genera young generation, how they have to face, especially in universities, high school, middle school, they're attacking their identity in Christ. And we as a church have to teach them their identity, their new identity in Christ, so that they will have a kingdom heart. So how is our culture invading our hearts? How is, how is our school life influencing our hearts? How is our work demanding our hearts? Because Proverbs 4.23 says, Above else, guard your hearts, what? For everything you do, flow it from it. So guard your heart for everything you do, flow it from it. So how can you guard your hearts from the worldly things. Because Jesus says in Matthew 6, do not store up for yourself treasure on earth. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Proverbs 27, 19 says, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. So Romans 5, 5 says, And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is giving to us. So we can guard our heart from the worldly things through God's love that's been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus says. Love your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. This is the first and the greatest commandment. So Colossians says, whatever you do, do it and work with all your hearts as working for the Lord, not for human masters. What area in your life do you need, do you need to work more? Keep surrendering completely to God's will? Keep seeking passionately God's will or keep serving joyfully God's will. Let us pray. Dear Henry Father, we thank you for your word from Colossians that the world trying to confuse our identity, tell us different teaching, philosophy on Jesus, who he is, what he's done, Lord. Mm -hmm. 
we live in a culture where Jesus plus something, Lord. As a people of God, Christ Community Church, that we have been raised with Christ. Help us to keep surrendering completely to your will. Help us to keep seeking passionately your will. And help us keep serving joyfully your will. So that when people see us, may they know you, want to seek you. As you are our King of Kings, and as we are your children, help us, Holy Spirit, every day to have a kingdom heart. To sharing your kingdom. Because one day we all gonna be at your kingdom. No more tears, no more pain, no more worries. And we have that hope, even though the world we're living in, there's pain, suffering. 